0: Greetings from Calenborn Abresist in Urbana, Indiana. I'm your host, Russ Bauer. Welcome to my Pipe Dreams podcast. It's presented by Caliborn Abresist Corporation. In the upcoming podcast, we'll explore the 100-year history of Calenborn CalProtect, the 50-year history of Abresist Corporation, and my 45-year affiliation with PAC, Caliborn International, all the employees, customers, suppliers, and applications that we've enjoyed so much. As always, you can find more information about us at our U.S. website, kalenborn.us, and our international website, kalenborn.com. Today's guest is Mark Marks. Mark Marks is our shop foreman. He hails from the Wabash area. Welcome to Pipe Dreams, Mark. Hey, glad I could be here, Russ. Yep. Uh, happy to finally sit down with you. So first, we're going to find out about you. Then we're going to get into the work thing. You, uh, I know you're around Wabash. I see you around town sometimes. I know you race cars down there and as a hobby. I want to know about your family, any sports you like, your food. I know you're a Bears fan. We're going to have to get through that painfully, but that'll right. work out. What kind of food do you eat? Just tell, give me, give me five minutes on who you are.
1: Well, uh, I grew up in Wabash. Went to Wabash High School. Graduated in two thousand seven. Uh, I was down in the vocational school for welding, and my teacher was my football coach, which Scott Dietrich's son was on the football team. Also, mm-hmm. yeah, Scott's our our uh, C COO, COO, yeah, chief operating officer. Uh, came down to the last week of school and my teacher asked me what I had planned. I wasn't planning on going to college or any trade school afterwards. And at that time I was just working at McDonald's. So him knowing Scott direct me out here.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Did you weld
0: in, in trade school?
1: Yeah. Right. I at the same
0: vocational school I did in Wabash there. Yes. Okay. Cool. Heartland
1: career center. Yeah. Uh, I was down there for two years Good in the class while you're in high school. Yes. Cool. Uh, but outside of work, just a normal guy, I go home, hang out, have a bunch of projects at the house, family, friends. Uh Not married? I'm not married. Not married? No kids. no kids? No kids, just two I, dogs. I know, I know you, what are their names? Uh Roscoe is my Great Dane with, mix of the Great Pyrenees. Wow. And Oakley is my American Bully XL. Nice.
0: Oh yeah, big dogs, both of them then. Yeah. Uh. I know you like cars and trucks i i i've watched your vehicles over the years you always have nice looking vehicles chevys i think mostly it sounds like yes uh and 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 i know you always put nice wheels and tires and they're always clean so so that's a that must be part of your passion is his cars i guess
1: yeah uh they're aggravating at times but <laughs> you get into a project you don't know where to end where to end at. well
0: it- you picked a better habit than I did. My habits, women. You talk about aggravating, right? Sometimes, but but uh, I know this year. I've, I've, I in the past, I recall that you were involved in some demolition derbies and racing stuff at the fair and things like that. Tell us. I know for a fact this year you did pretty good at the uh, at the fair and some kind of a looked like a demolition derby to me, but it was
1: more of a race. It's they call it autocross. Uh-huh. So it's a race, but. Rubbin's racing. <laughs> <laughs> and for the looks of those cars, there was a lot of that. Oh, yeah. My car didn't make it out. It didn't make it out. No, but like, you won a heat race. Yeah. I got second in my heat race, yeah. and then uh, car was totaled by three or four laps of the feature. <laughs> what, kind of,
0: what kind of car did it start out to be?
1: Uh, started out with an 02 Buick LeSabre. LeSabre. Front wheel drive. Front wheel drive. Yeah.
0: And what are, what's the modifications you're allowed to make on it?
1: take I'm, the glass out i believe you can do you can beef it up add steel or whatever but mine was just windows knocked out and go yeah and the fuel tank was stock yep oh my i had a uh, shania twain playing in the radio as <laughs> as we were racing <laughs> cd that came no, i wish car. i could have seen that i had a notion to come over that evening but it was so hot and i
0: i uh health-wise just don't do well in that uh, that super heat like that was but yeah. uh next year i play. i promise i'll try to be there and uh and cheer you on. I had a lot of a lot of friends in those uh those races and I heard a lot of great stories about it. So so that's a pretty cool hobby. Next year we need to find you like a caprice classic wagon, one of those boats that you can't smash up.
1: I've already bought a car for next you year. did okay. <laughs> what is that? It's a 04 GMC envoy. Oh, you're allowed SUVs. Yeah, you can have front wheel, rear wheel, huh. or four-wheel drive. Wow.
0: Interesting. Well, that'll be fun to watch. Uh, we'll we'll have Aberyst, uh sponsor you and put our name on it, right? Like big logo or something. Cool. Uh, sports. Let's touch on
1: that Bears thing real quick. I mean,
0: <laughs> how long? How did you become a Bears fan?
1: And why of all things? I can answer the why. I don't know how long I've been a Bears fan, but growing up, I was really close to my uncle. Yeah, and he was a Bears fan. There you go. That's good enough. Uh, if I wasn't, he was beating me up. Yeah, yeah. So. <clears throat> That, my uncle was how I became a Bears-Cubs fan, sure. so. Gotcha. I didn't I, see any route to ever become a Packers fan, so. Hey, hey,
0: hey. <laughs> see, I'm probably the opposite. My dad was a Bears fan and a Cubs fan, so guess what I was? I wasn't a Bears fan or a Cubs fan. Right. So, I and I know, and, and I know that you have a, a weird, uh, not weird, an unusual hobby of collecting things, Bears memorabilia. How many jerseys do you have?
1: Last I counted, I'm. I believe I'm up to 10 or 11. Signed. Signed, authenticated. Yeah. Bears signed jerseys. Who? Steve McMichaels, Mike Singletary, William Perry. Nice. uh, Devin Hester. Yeah. Yeah, That's awesome. Richard Dent. Yeah. Don't have McMahon. I oh got Steve McMahon. No, or, Jim McMahon. Jim, I don't have Jim yeah, McMahon. Yeah. No. yeah, that's
0: hard. That's probably a hard one to get.
1: Uh, at some point, I want to get a uh, Walter Payton, but know. the price range on that, yeah, sure uh, right. Mike Ditka. Yeah. But nice. Mike is getting up there. Yeah. I played golf with several Bears
0: over the years. We In my youth, we played a lot of uh, company golf up in Chicago area, uh, Wisconsin, and then the Chicago area. And I played a lot of golf with, uh, not a lot. Dozen times with uh, Bears players, the uh, pro-am stuff. I uh, really enjoyed that. I played golf with Dick Dick Butkus four years in a row up at what uh, used to be the Playboy Club up in Wisconsin. And what a cool guy. I mean, just amazing stories and uh, and a good human. He he would tell stories about breaking guys' fingers and broken right. him in the eye and worse things than that. It was just a spectacular uh, experience playing golf with those guys. So... So yeah, it's, I, I'm okay, I'm a, and for, just for the record, I'm a Packers fan uh, since 1962, and uh, so we do go around and round a little bit about that rivalry, it's the oldest rivalry in uh, pro football, and, and I'm kind of proud to be a part of it because uh, the Bears and the Packers, man, you can't get much more football than that. Kalenborn Abresist provides wear-resistant linings with excellent abrasion and impact resistance, specifically constructed for use ever wear and abrasion are a problem. Let's get started on our next lining project. Visit Callenborn.us. So okay, we we uh, we got established who you are, what you do. Um, uh, let's let's talk about Aversus now, or Callenborn Aberrusis. You 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 got out of high school, came here. The only job you ever had?
1: Yeah, I'm I wow. McDonald's yeah. when I was in high school, but yeah. had to have something. Sure, but the day I Graduated vocational high school. Uh, in high school was the day I got hired out here. Nice. So I started the week after. Nineteen years old. Sweet. Uh, started, and you started as a welder,
0: yeah, weld straight pipes, whatever.
1: Started out in the elbow department, oh. and then got moved over to the straight pipe. Then, I want to say a year later, I got transferred down to linings department,
0: hmm.
1: and then in 09 I got laid off. For three months, when we we're the economy was bad, right,
0: right, right after the crash,
1: yeah, and
0: called you back obviously, so we must have thought you were worth uh, keeping.
1: Called me back, went back down to Linings for a little while, and then we had a guy leave in welding, okay. and at that time I talked to Scott, told him that it I was already certified, right, that I could go that I would go back down to welding instead of trying to find another welder to come in, right. So they switched me back down to welding, and then. Uh, a little bit later, they got bumped up to assistant group leader. Nice.
0: And assistant group leader is a position when the group leaders on vacation or out sick or something, you kind of run the department. What? Uh, I, and and my next podcast will have a couple of group leaders in here. Uh, I'd hope to do that today, but one of them's out moving. So so real quick, just the group leader's job is to take the 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 job sheets from the from the shop foreman. And distribute that work to each of the welding
1: stations? Yes. Uh, we got the group leaders welding and linings. Right. Um, they're my direct reports. Right. So we're the three, two group leaders and I are in a communication every day of the week, making sure that materials, uh, quality issues, or moving orders up, or whatever issues we have with each job, mm-hmm. everything's going smooth.
0: Well, I I know uh, a few years ago when I became the sales manager for the company, I started setting in on the production meetings for the first time as the first sales guy that ever been in a production meeting. And I was amazed and shocked, really, at at how intricate that process is. Uh, When I was out in the shop, we had a piece of paper that said, build a 10-foot, 10-inch ID pipe. (laughs) And you go... (laughs) You, you go to the shelf and you grab a couple of flanges, you throw them on there and weld them and you put some paint on it and now it's uh there's a dashboard involved that tracks every weld uh every every ounce of paint if you will and uh uh we talked to troy a couple uh podcasts ago about this this tracking of everything and and your part of that's a lot bigger than i ever anticipated it being as far as keeping track of inventory and making sure that, that the guys have what they need. And then also you track the timesheets, I guess, You make sure that everybody gets their timesheets in and around.
1: And uh, Every day they keep track. They turn in a timesheet for mm-hmm. what they're working on. And you, uh, you have to prove those
0: or just look at them? or
1: uh, I verify that the times and job numbers are on there, and right. then I pass them on up to Kathy, and then right. she enters everything if there's any discrepancy she gets back with me and i check right. with the shop guys i noticed that on the
0: production uh meeting that we have every thursday that quite often they'll say hey job number 256 it looks like there's not enough time on it or too much and mark is always one that says let me check on that and go get with billy joe bob and see what what, what really happens so so that's tracked pretty closely the uh the the inventory, the timesheets, the dashboard, the quality. What else? What What else do you do? I mean, what? How do you have time to do anything else? Uh, Keep making sure that the guys sweeping the floors and and uh, turning the air compressor on every morning. I guess
1: right. It's, you make the I coffee mean, too. I don't make coffee now, <laughs> but it's <laughs> I deal with pretty much everything for the most part. Every department drafting with right. drawings for the shop. Kathy with purchasing on what we need in. Uh, next material wise uh, deal with vendors on with kathy if we're waiting on something or if we can get something moved up i notice you play chess a lot with
0: the board uh if a flange doesn't show up and it's supposed to be shipping friday uh mark when i was in sales again mark would come and say hey that flange didn't show up for xyz i'm going to move that up or back a week but i'm going to move uh, lmw up a week because i have those flanges so it looked like to me that you're you're a juggler just as much as with everything else you do. Right. You're juggling jobs based on uh, on time deliveries and on time uh, uh, purchasing. So I, I it, like I said I'm always amazed to watch what you do and how you do it compared to the way it was in the old days. It's just totally different how things are tracked and uh, and and kept track of. And I I know I've told you this personally, but it's you do a pretty damn good job of it, and I'm really happy about that because I think our our process going through this shop, uh, which we're going to talk about with the two group leaders, starting with the the flanges coming off the truck to the to the flanges going on the truck when they're attached to a pipe. Uh, here in an upcoming podcast, I think you're uh, you're pretty critical to that process and make sure that it happens. And and you do it happily. You, I, I rarely see you not happy. Uh-huh.
1: Let's just say I had more hair when I started. <laughs> so, but
0: okay, I, I, I get it. I get it. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, I like I said, I I I I am I'm just a retired guy now, but I've watched you for you know 15, 16 years uh, do your job, and I think it's been great. And uh, we uh, we appreciate you here, and 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 I know I you know I could speak for the management team that I was on or am on or whatever the heck you call it now. In uh, the fact that we appreciate everything you do, and it'd be hard to do without you. I mean, I know you got guys that back you up out there, and I know they do a fine job. But your ability to juggle all those things is pretty, pretty, uh, pretty
1: unusual, I think. So, so uh I, I guess I get that from my dad. He was a hard worker. Yeah. And the way he raised me, uh, yeah. I couldn't see being sure. any other way.
0: Yeah. Same, same for me. You. Is your dad still alive?
1: He passed away in two thousand twelve. Uh, uh, fought young the, can- guy. fought the battle of cancer. Yeah. He passed away a couple months after he turned fifty. Oh, that's young. Uh, well, then you got something
0: to prove to him. Yeah, I'm right. sure he's watching the way I see things. So I'm fortunate I still have my dad. I'm still proving stuff to him. He's he, he's pulling in my house about right now, three o'clock <laughs> to go fishing.
1: There you go. So uh,
0: so I'm I'm one of the few lucky ones that still have their my parents. So. Well, I, I, I always, I think we, we've covered about everything. Um, I'm going to give you the last word, obviously. I'll give you a couple of minutes to, to tell me what you think of Abrasist, And I know you've been here 16 years. I, I My gut feeling tells me you're not going anywhere. So uh, tell me why and, and what you think the future holds for you.
1: Well, no, being here at uh, caliborn it is stressful at times. But I come in and I enjoy what I do for the most part. I mean, everything's going to have its stressful days. But KAC, everybody knows each other. Family. Yeah. It really is. Family. You're able to talk to everybody. No, Nobody's a stranger. No. So, you can sit here and
0: talk to Dr. Mauritz if you want to. You can talk to Craig, any of the management team, me. It's really a family. Right. And that's a big deal.
1: And even the salesman that's not here in the building, being able to call them and just ramble on, talk about what we got going on, or even outside of work, what we got going on uh able to communicate and I just enjoy what I do. The task that we have each day is I'm proud of being able to accomplish, walk out at the end of the day being I was able to get it done.
0: Yeah. I I agree totally. You're a younger version of me the way I see it. I I, I love getting things done around here and making and making money. I'm not gonna kid you, this we're here for the money down deep, but but to be able to Go home with that all that pipe loaded out on that truck and smile and say, yep, they didn't think we could do it. But there it is. That's a big deal. Right. And I know you have that same uh, that same desire as as really not only me but everybody in the building. I think everybody has that same weird uh, uh, convoluted desire to, to do the best you could do. So so we appreciate it, man.
1: It's like the the miracle phone calls you used to uh, give me. Yeah. Hey, I don't know how you're going to pull it off, but are you able to help me?
0: Well, and, and I'm proud to say you and Scott your boss I, I as a sales guy I was tough i'm sure I'm sure I got a lot more grief behind my back than I did in my face but but guess what when a customer needs something I'm not the guy that's going to tell him no if there's any way possible and 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 as I said earlier i I worked with you and Scott for lots of years on that production stuff and uh, I can't remember any of you ever telling me no
1: right
0: I mean I mean you all you both always figured out a way to get it done and that makes a sales guy's job a lot easier than having to go tell the customer, nah, my production guys can't get it done, they suck. I never had to say that and I'm thankful for that. So again, thanks so much. Thank you. Well, kids, we hope you've enjoyed our chat with Mark. Uh, we're very proud to be able to have a one-on-one with uh, our people here, whether it's the, the, uh, the owner of the company and his uh, sons, uh, whether it's the, the janitor, the guy that sweeps the floor every night, management team, our foreman, our group leaders, uh, our regular shop guys. I, they're just as important as, as as everybody else around here. So so we're very proud of that here, our family at Abresist. Uh, stay tuned. Our this channel, we're going to have some more podcasts. Uh, we've got a couple cool ones coming up. My mom and dad are going to be on one. Uh, we're going to get a couple of the group leaders in here soon and do a uh, A to Z walkthrough of the shop from the time that the, the buckets of paint and the flanges come off the truck to when the, the flanges are welded to the pipe and the paint's on the pipe and it's on the truck getting pulled out of the driveway. So that'll be a fun one to kind of to, to, to run down through that timeline. You listening. Uh, don't forget to check us out on Facebook at Callenborn Averages USA and LinkedIn, of course, Callenborn Averages Corporation. Thanks for listening. We will see you next time. And don't forget to laugh often and lead a rare life. This podcast is produced and edited by Up There Media, LLC.